back for another episode of Omnipotent Idiots. You, it yep. is yep. myself and John. Uh, Howdy. <laughs> Jamie is not here today because she is still doing uh, play shit. Play shit. Beauty and the Beast, which Stacy tapped out of last night. <laughs> Got a little inebriated a bit before it and ended up throwing up all over my fucking car outside of the venue. I didn't throw up on your car. It threw up very, next to your car. Very, very close. Yeah. Very was, adjacent to my vehicle. I was very glad that that was your car. That was right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was very convenient Yeah, for you to block yourself from vomiting in front of those children. <laughs> it was good. Uh, but we do have a stand-in for yes. Jamie today. We have... Jamie's sister. Jamie's sister, who came all the way from, what, Chattanooga, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you stay at? Yeah. I gotta hit you up next time I come up there. I come up a couple weeks, I'll be up there, I think. Please yeah. do. I got the pups. Yes. Yes. If you dude. like the pups, I got a house everybody full loves, of Everybody loves pups, dude. Yeah. So your sister, when we did the last uh, sexuality episode, she was like, you know, sweetie, it'd be really good for this conversation. So you happen to be in town? And her real name is Claire. Yeah. Yeah, Claire. Oh, I forgot. Um, <laughs> I forgot her name. No. <laughs> no, he really did text me the day before I came. He was like, "What's your name?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your name? I just know you as Sweetie. Yeah. And I was like, "Sweetie Junior works." I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the same thing happened. I'm pretty to sure, you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah with I'm us. pretty sure I had to text Jamie and be like. Yo, what is your sister's name? Like, for real. Because <laughs> yeah, I just know you as Sweetie and then your social media names, and that's it. Yeah. I'm a Johnny Cash fan, so it's like going to Jackson, <laughs> Cash Jackson, 86. So it's, uh, it's... Repping that shit. Yeah, and plus, if I put my real name on social media, um, people are going to butcher it. So yeah. just go with Ray mm-hmm. or whatever, but the real name is... Government name is Chloré. Okay. Or Sweetie Junior. Let's just go Well, since sweetie. we were doing that, I was yeah. going to say... If you see her in uh, the streets, you can call her Sweetie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we normally do and is you have to state your name and your social and that you're okay with us recording you. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. For it's 444, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Chloré is joined by... Joel. Uh, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> but when you see him in the streets, it's... Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie Senior. <laughs> yeah. Sweetums. So, y'all came down from Chattanooga to see the play. Yeah, we saw it last night. Sis is the director. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I saw it I saw it last night as well. It was pretty great. Like we said, Stacy tapped out a bit early, didn't quite make it all the way or even to the beginning. No, I made so, it in the venue. And then you made wait. it in the venue and immediately left and projectile vomited, as per we've talked about on the show. Yeah. Which is a great performance in itself. So really, I was treated to two performances last yeah. night. I was telling him earlier I was really mad because those noodles were good. <laughs> I know. We walked up on you eating them, and like I have not seen you, so I was like so happy to embrace you and say hello, and you didn't even stop eating to say what's up and was, I was like was cool really... are we doing this podcast tomorrow are we even friends I believe you text yeah. me <laughs> so yeah I was I was zoned in on those noodles they were really good yeah you boy hadn't eaten all day yeah since like I think I ate breakfast at the office yesterday at like 9 o'clock and that was the first thing I'd eaten since yeah. it was not good <laughs> right after like getting lit yeah well then you just Gave it all right back. And that beer yeah, was really good, yeah. too. I'm oh, sure there's yeah. birds, Shouts out to having, service. Uh, there's 
birds having a great feast. Yeah. yeah. There was whole shrimp. I, I, I didn't even chew, apparently. No. <laughs> it was that yeah, good. It was like a fucking wet dry bag. <laughs> it was bad. Man. <laughs> yeah. Word. And then I woke up to my credit card being hacked. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all kinds of good stuff going on. Yeah. Great Friday night. I walked around in the fucking freezing ass rain going uh, bar hopping and uh, none of my compatriots were out. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Alejandro was at his fucking uh, army ship playing army and uh, Jamie never (laughs) made it out from the place. So anyway, we're here to talk about you. Okay. So the topic is... Whatever you want it to be. <laughs> the top is yeah. part two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and where do you want me to take this? Where are you like starting my journey, my story? Yeah, start from the yeah. Dude, okay. Who are you? Who am I? Uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. And I'm, I mean, I'm wondering if like part of your your how much of your life's journey is is touched by growing up with a juggalette. Oh, wow, you know. Yo, being abandoned by a juggalette at a fucking How do you guys know about that? Because we know everything. I know everything. And do you know where I found her? Where? In In the the car, hooking up with a juggalo. Meanwhile. Did he have face paint on? Absolutely. (laughs) Was she getting it on her face? And everywhere else. (laughs) And so, like, in that moment... You want to be happy for her because she's getting it in, but you also want to be mad about it because you left, I'm like 14 in Atlanta, Georgia, in a not great area, and um, around all, you know, juggalos and juggalettes, and I only went for bone thugs at the time, so... That is such a weird fucking mess. Yeah, right? So I'm like, yeah, I want to go. You go see your people. I'm going for bone thugs. So I'm really out of my element, and then, like, I have no idea where she is. This is, like, pre-cell phone days. She was and getting that PP. How did sure you guys was. end up in Atlanta? Where were you guys living So at she that was point? living in Tennessee. Got I you. wasn't there yet, because um, I stayed behind in South Florida while everyone else went to Tennessee. And mm-hmm. uh, But I was, you know, there visiting, and... Um, they were touring. I mean, I think it was the Wicked Wonker tour. And it, it had like Commonwealth Kings, ICB Twisted. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Dude, but, she was just fucking thugs. moister than an oyster for that one. She was fucking <laughs> she looking was for that hatchet boy. Best life. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. But it was, you know, nothing new. So let's talk about juggalo sexuality. <laughs> I really since, can't comment since on that. Jamie's not here. <laughs> we'll have to have a whole episode on that. <laughs> Does she, like, hate you guys for this? Oh, like, she will. If you, well, she doesn't listen <laughs> yeah, to the episode. Listen to the so okay. She has oh. her own voice, so she doesn't listen. Oh, okay. I'll probably feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but, you know. Yeah. Got to figure out. Got to know what you're what you're saying. Because I never fucking remember. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as it's uploaded, I text him, and he's like the first person that listens to it, just so he can like stab himself in the arm at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like bash like, my head against the wall and shit. Yeah. Cool. 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 So. Yeah, back to your, uh, just start from the beginning of your um, okay. Start from the beginning of your life. Okay, well, um, no, um, so I was born in New York, mm-hmm. Queens, and uh, lived there for 
I think I was like nine when we moved. Yo, um, this is like two Queens natives back to back. I and, know. I heard him on the other podcast. Yeah. Neither of y'all have New York accents. No. Your mom does super oh, hard yeah, though. Your mom hard. is super got yeah. the accent. Jamie, I catch it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like rarely. When I'm in the streets. You know, you when you see me in the streets, you, see me you the better street, call me sweetie. You better call me sweetie, and it comes out. Um, especially when I'm getting crunk. Actually, I had to get crunk today at the hotel because oh, there fuck. were kids in the hallway playing soccer, and these parents thought that was appropriate. So I had to let the queens out. Isn't that like out. a? Isn't that a thing in Queens? Isn't there like people playing fucking like like it's a favela or whatever? Um, Ooh, I really it. don't know. But <laughs> like fucking. I was not Puerto Rico Central. Like oh, it sure is. Really Everybody is. playing football. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do love real soccer though, like real football. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So left there, then moved to South Florida, and then um. I think that was an easy transition because I went to Catholic school. Jamie didn't have to go to Catholic school in New York. I did. Um, And uh, that was like my first dose of like public school in South Florida. And, um, you know, not being in a uniform and everybody kind of coming out in their like identity, like in their clothing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that was um, a struggle for me because I'm from New York. I thought I was a gangster, you know? <laughs> um, but then I have an older sister who is, um, I mean, she was a little G, but she, she was also. She was very juggalo. She was. She was like, she was always, like, juggalo. I guess, like, a metal head <laughs> or, like, a, you know. But she was always super popular, and everyone was like, you're Jamie's little sister. I mean, even to this day. Um, but um, I think that was hard. I always kind of dressed kind of tomboyish mm-hmm. and um but I always had my JLo hoops on even have them on right now <laughs> but um I had like the 3D yeah and play. for the listeners they are like fucking five inches in diameter <laughs> like those hoops are fucking no joke they are bigger than uh any bracelet Stacey would need <laughs> <laughs> yeah like this would be good as a choker for you maybe yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stacey got that black belt. Stacey got that nerd. So, um, yeah. that And then um, I kind of was dressing a little bit tomboyish. I kind of like that thuggish, ruggish music. And um, I never really had um, boyfriends in high school or middle school. That was Jamie's thing. I kind of just wanted to... Um, you know, smoke pot and skip school. Word, and, you know, yes. Sell like, some Xanax on the side for a hustle. So at that time, there was like no sexual attraction to anything. No, okay. there wasn't. Um, I really just wanted to, uh, at the time, smoke weed and um, just hang out with my friends. And like, I love like getting as much like new new stuff like so I love like gold jewelry I had like the big name plate the big earrings with my name in it like I just like love to hustle I had a job like but I mean there was this one kid in our high school who uh wore like a lesson Jake sweater and like low-key even though I was a gangster I loved lesson Jake because my <laughs> sister would listen to them and I was always like oh he's so cute you know but he was also like a They're like a grades. ska band, right? Yeah, right. yeah. And he was a couple grades older than me, but I was like, you know, he's cute. Um, but never really 
I wasn't hooking up with boys. So like even in uh, when my friends were in high school, they were already having sex and stuff like that. That just wasn't my thing. I just, you know, wanted a ride, you know, like do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for real though. That's kind of the same way I was. That's why like, yeah, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like, 16 or 17 and just like i didn't give a fuck i just like wanted to get high for real i just wanted to fuck off and like i didn't give a fuck and it was not in my it wasn't in it wasn't in front of me like there just wasn't a ton of chicks around in fucking iowa especially like ones that i wanted to hang out with like they were all kind of like cheerleaders or doing school shit that wasn't like I wasn't with it and yeah so I just like didn't even really give a fuck about it just like not important yeah yeah yeah, it wasn't like it's whatever like if it comes around that's cool you know what I mean once it started like getting later and later I was like oh shit well I need to like figure out what the fuck's going on so that I'm not too far behind but like you know whatever it wasn't that big of a deal still I hear ya samesies um, and so then after that, um, I kind of chilled out a little bit. I met um, a girl named Allie, and she was really involved in her church. And um, and then at the time, my best friend Kathy, um, she was she had already dropped out of high school. She was you know doing her thing in the street. She was like a rebel. But um, I kind of really just was drawn to Allie and how like conservative her family was something completely opposite of what you know was going on in my home at this time um I think towards the end of my high school I I was in 10th maybe 9th grade um 9th or 10th grade but Jamie and my mom they had moved to Tennessee so it was just me my dad and my little brother and my dad is a recovering addict from everything um but at the time he was still using and so me and my little brother moved into this one bedroom apartment with my dad who was using um and was never home so um what was he he heroin uh no so he was abusing pills like any kind of oxycons or um of course you know smoking which is huge in florida huge yeah what what year was this because that's was that when the pill mills yes pill mills that very popular and um and so, and he was never home either. So there'd be days at a time where my dad just wouldn't come home and it'd be me and my little brother. Um, and so I made the decision um, to leave high school and to just start hustling and getting a job so I could take care of me and my little brother. How old was he at this time? Um, he was, so if I was maybe 16, he was 14. Mm-hmm. And I had all my eggs in the basket with him. I was like, he's going to make it. So I'm going to drop out of school. I'm going to get all these like random jobs. I'm going to get him through school and he's going to become a professional baseball player. And then he's going to take care of me. Mm -hmm. So I know this is going to work out. Um, and, and I think at that age of being 16, um, was the hardest for me because I, I think I really needed Jamie. Um, because you know, now I'm like getting like bigger boobs and like boys are paying me attention or that kind of thing is really happening now. You know, people are like meeting people, you're going out more and stuff. And to me, it wasn't important. And I got awkward if someone tried to flirt with me because I just didn't know how to respond to those things. And I was working two jobs at, you know, 16 years old. 
Um, and so that kind of went around. I didn't really have a mom in the picture. Like my mom was always calling, checking up on me and Ramo, but she wasn't present. She was at home. So I really didn't know how to like play with makeup or like how to be girly. So I still kept it like how my high school days was keeping a G, you know, um, and just didn't really come into like, you know, wearing a push-up bra or like wearing like cute girl clothes. So always like baggy t-shirts, you know, just tomboyish still. Um, and so eventually I, um, so a couple of years later, Ramo moves to, um, to Tennessee. I stay behind in South Florida and, um, where were you working, like your two jobs when you were... Um, when I was that age, so I was working at, um, gosh, so my first job was a animation store. You would like this, because I saw all your little knickknacks. Um, <laughs> it was an animation store in the mall, so like Marvel, DC, any kind of like... Like a comic book comic store? Comic book store, okay. but we sold like um, actual like very expensive statues mm-hmm. of like any kind of like Wonder Woman or anything like that. So it was like a think geek. Yeah, it, it was, and yeah. I was so into it. Um, and so maybe that's why I never got a boyfriend. Because I was so into those things. I don't um, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like yeah. only a hundred percent of their clientele is yeah. dudes. Like, yeah. you walk through Comic Con, you'll feel like a piece of meat. <laughs> um, so uh, that, and then I was working at a chocolate store, so like making like gourmet chocolates. Um, but then when Ramo left, I had um, a little bit more free t- time, so I started going into the food and beverage industry. And that's when I came into like, oh, if I look a certain type of way, Get more tips. I'm going to make more money. Because I realized when I go in, you know, dripping, I'm making more money, you know, mm-hmm. like, so um, I started to experiment with like makeup and, and that stuff too. And, um, you know, my family were all a little thicker. But I was real thick in high school, like real thick. And so when I started serving, I started like losing a little bit of weight and like playing with hair, playing with makeup. I had more money so I could, I wasn't like, you know, buying things for me and Ramo or anything like that. And I could afford to like get my nails done, get my hair done, get my eyebrows done. And um, I think that's when Jamie would refer to, um, she she says like I totally swanned out because like I was so ugly and like unattractive <laughs> and she will tell you this for real she'll be like you like totally swanned out like after high school because like you were really kind of ugly and I mean I was I was just lost you know I just didn't have like I didn't know well it's like you were saying you just didn't care and I just like, didn't care it wasn't my thing you would you know you were grinding like you were doing your mm-hmm. thing you were being a mom like you didn't yeah. have time to fucking think Do about all that. that yeah oh and I'm gonna backtrack real quick so I'm out of high school and the kid with the less than Jake sweater um we hang out i lose my virginity to him um and we like kind of date um but he goes off to the military um coast guard is that still yes technically it's still <laughs> shout out to the coast guard uh, thank you, you for are. your service thank sir you for your service. happy veterans day <laughs> um sorry about that um 
And so, um, but I think that was like my first like real sexual experience. How old were you? Um, I was probably, I think I was 17, okay. eight, yeah, 17, almost 18. Um, and Jamie was actually in town when that happened. Did she high five you? No, I called her <laughs> right when it was over. And I said, you guys have to pick me up right now. Something terrible happened. <laughs> and then when they all knew. The worst thing of my life. Yeah, they all knew. Kathy, I got some dick. <laughs> exactly. It's a work. It was just so uncomfortable because you're a dead fish. It's like, what are you really, you know, yeah. doing here? So. Um, were you a dead fish just because you were a virgin or because you weren't as into guys as you thought you were at first? I, I can't even tell you. Mm. Like, I don't know if it was because I wasn't into it or um, I was... Just didn't know what yeah, to do. Yeah, I mean, I had definitely given a few blowjobs out before this, so I knew what I, it looked like. But Not that I enjoyed <laughs> it, but I was just like, I'm high, whatever. Yeah. Like, we're drunk, you know? Let's... Oh, you think we're cool? Cool. You think we're cool? We're cool. Oh, you're going to smoke me out if I give you a head? Sure. Let's go. You know? But I never even, like, felt like that attraction. Like, you know, girls in high school, they were like, I love Joey. I just was never like that. So, um... So, yeah, we totally did it that night, and I ran out of there, and then, like, didn't really talk to him, and then, um, he like broke up with me he was just like okay and i was like i didn't even know like what was going so you you're 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 the originator of the ghost yeah maybe <laughs> how rude that you know i'm sorry Back before, was texting were y'all texting was no texting there's no thing? phones yeah, yet yeah, okay. yeah so that's how old i am so this is real life ghost yeah this is, yeah. So cool. this is like irl but not <laughs> because he's not there exactly um so yeah that happened so now we're back to my jobs and i'm a server i'm coming into all those things and so what happened with the alley girl oh we're still ride or die okay you that's know? just your bestie my bestie but she was also to that point she was very feminine so she um she her parents were in the beauty industry owned like salons and stuff like that so her mom would um invite me over to like their house or you know have me come to their salon and like i wanted to do girly things like that too mm-hmm. I, I wanted to express like oh like ali always had like beautiful big hair and like highlights galore and just lashes and makeup and i just was like i want to be girly too you know but that's just not but I don't feel girly like I want to look pretty but I don't feel that Mm -hmm. you know um so yeah her I think she was the first girl that ever like really befriended me that was super femme Mm -hmm. every every other girl was like kind of hoish kind of just shady you know and we were just doing hood rat things together I mean all fun all best friends you know but um, she was the very, like, kind of preppy. She was very preppy, and I wasn't, you know? So she was completely opposite of who I was. And something intrigued me about it. So, and I, I just spent a lot of time with her. And I don't know if I necessarily was, like, attracted to her, but something about her made me want to be around her all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, then I started serving and then kind of coming into um being more feminine and um 
that's where um, I started, you know, getting more attention from, you know, guys. And um, I just never, I never really knew a lesbian in high school. I never really, you know, I knew gay guys, but I never experienced a lesbian before. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was these two, there was a couple at my job at GameWorks, shout out to um, anybody that is still around from there, but they're, um, these two girls, Lori and Ellen, and they were a lesbian couple. And I remember one was very feminine and um, Lori was very masculine and I always kind of like side eyed her and I was like, oh, she's cute. If I dated a girl, I'd want her to look like her. But I was like always hypothetical because I was brought up like girls date boys and if boys show you attention and I don't know many lesbians. So that's like not a thing. It never crossed my mind. Um, so I um, started uh, dating guys and uh, but I never really was very sexual with them. Um, like I probably can count the number of men I've slept with on like one hand. Um, it just never, like I would date guys, but we would never, it would almost repulse me to like, want to be all the way with them. And I didn't know if that's because maybe I just didn't like the guy, you know? And I'm like, I just haven't found the guy I liked, or there was always something I was trying to change about somebody I was dating. Um, uh, so I just, it just never flowed. It just never felt good. And, you know, Jamie would be like, um, I was dating this one guy and Jamie's like, he's so cute. He's so cute. And, but you cringe every time he touches you. Like if he like gave me any kind of public affection, um, I would be like, I hate him so much. Like if he touches me, my skin was crawling. And did you like him like as a person? I did. And you know what? Like aesthetically like he had what I thought I liked I mean he's heavily tattooed at the time he he was like a little rocker kid and I just thought like we like the same kind of music and I was just like I really like look wise I'm attracted to what you're working with but when it comes down to like kind of like kissing on me or like wanting to take it to the next level I just could not do it and Jamie would get so mad at me <laughs> because she's like you need to be doing him and I'm like I can't I just like cannot um and then there was um a episode of true life I'm getting a boob job done yeah true life MTV true life I used to watch the shit out of that that is one of the like actual reality shows that like I fuck with and I think they still put it Do out they and still? it's still I, they got like twenty some seasons, yo, know, and it's it's fucking legit. Like that's one thing I think MTV did right. I Out think of so. all Let's... the fucked up, stupid reality show shit, like True Life is legit, and I think it like was really eye opening for a lot of people, and like you know showed people from like marginalized circumstances a lot, and like brought that into living rooms and fucking you know homes. And things like topics that were so taboo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like really brought it into the home and like awareness and like mm-hmm. things that, you know, we weren't talking about. It forced us to have a conversation about it, you know, which I love. Yeah. So, yeah, that was on and it was True Life. I'm getting a boob job and it was a couple and I called Jamie and I'm like, 
there is the hottest guy on this show. Like, you have to watch it. And she's like, okay. And she, I was like, I keep watching it. He's so hot. He's so hot. Oh, my God. And then Jamie's Wait, like. What did, what was he doing in the episode? So. What was his part in the episode? His girlfriend was, was getting, getting a, a boob job. job. Okay. And she calls me back and she's like, sweetie. Okay, I'm lying. She didn't call me sweetie back then. But she's like, Claray, um, that's a girl. And I said, no, it's not. She's like, yes. I was like, no, it's not. Girls don't look like, girls can't look like that. She's like, no, that's a girl. And I felt like an overwhelming attraction to this person where I watched that episode like 500 times. Just because you were so attracted. You like, found like the perfect. I found like, I was like, oh my God, I'm like in love with this person. They're so hot. Like I've never seen anybody look like, I've never seen a boy look like that. I've never seen anybody look like that. So I just thought that was like in the back of my head. I never really like, you know, thought anything too much of it. I'm like, gosh, I wish I met a girl that looked like that. Um, so let's fast. Do you think it was, I'm getting breast implants? Could be. It was something about a boob job. Are you looking it up? Well, I'm trying to find the picture of this person. Go ahead. I mean, oh, okay. Um, so then let's fast forward to, um, I guess, moving to Tennessee. So I ended up leaving South Florida. I was the only one left there. Um, my dad was never really present. He was still using at the time. Um, and my really great job that I had at GameWorks, um, due to the economy, the first thing to go is entertainment. And um, Dave, uh, GameWorks is just like Dave and Buster. So it's like the same concept. So um, it was closing. So I knew I had to uh, get out of South Florida because at the time I was like 21, 22. And financially, I don't think I'd be able to survive there by myself getting like a regular server job because, I mean, at GameWorks, you can make like, you know, two two thousand dollars you know a week there because i mean people were having birthday parties you know you could do cocktail serving bartending you could work seven days a week and doubles if you wanted to because there were so many different places in the building to work um so i moved to tennessee and then um i started working at a bar um and i um there was this guy that would come in all the time and he would not let up and he hit me up on MySpace, hit me up on Facebook. Yeah. MySpace on that OG Throwback. And I had, I mean, I wasn't dating. Did you guys listen to Usher together? We sure did. <laughs> we did. And, um, but meanwhile, when I left South Florida, I wasn't dating anybody. Not like a boy, not like a girl. I just kind of was like, this is going to be an easy move. I have nothing I'm leaving behind. Um, so I move here and I start working and this kid will not stop, you know, trying to talk to me at the bar while I'm working. So I decided, um, okay, I'll go out to dinner with him one time. And I had my own apartment at the time. And, um, so he picks me up, we go on a dinner date and that night he was leaving to New Mexico to pick up his son because he had full custody of his son. And um, so he leaves. We go on the date. It was fine, uh, basic. 
Um, and then he goes to New Mexico and he comes back five days later, shows up with his son at my door and they don't leave for three years. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So And this you're how old at this point? I'm twenty two. No, I'm sorry, younger than maybe twenty one. Twenty one. Um, and, um, I think maybe two years, let's say he was there for two years. Um, and it felt like a hundred years and, um, it was just a really toxic relationship. I mean, I had just moved to Tennessee. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends. Um, still don't. Okay. Um, I've been there nine years now. Still don't have any friends. Still don't know it. Um, I, I just don't really vibe out there with a lot of people, but that's okay. Um, and I was, honestly, I was lonely. Like, Jamie was, like, doing her thing, being amazing, as always, traveling, barter, then Savannah, then New Mexico. She went to New Mexico and did some fun stuff there. And uh, my mom was actually living in Alabama. So, and my dad was in Florida and Ramo was in Alabama. So I'm there alone. And I'm like, why did I even fucking move here? <laughs> this is like the worst idea ever. Um, and so I was lonely. So when he came back, I was just like, he was like, hey, you know, this is my son, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, he's okay looking. I mean, it's not like so hot, but like, I'm so lonely, you know? So I'm eating dinner every night by myself. I'm working two jobs. Like, it's just hard, you know? So um, I was like, okay, come in. And then slowly he started just moving more stuff in. And I felt like they just never left. And I had a two bedroom at the time. So it was, I guess it was a perfect match for that moment. But the relationship was very toxic. He was a liar. Um, he, and he was a correctional officer. And um, from what I understand, um, and this is, you know, through word of mouth, but he actually was terminated for being intimate with inmates there, female in inmates. And I can't say that's facts, but that's what I heard. You know, and he like lit the apartment on fire one day and Jamie came in from out of town and had an intervention with our other sister. And um, they were basically just like, you need to leave him. Like, we're done, we hate him, you need to go. We're, I'm over this. And like, Jamie always has my back, no matter what. Like, what, whatever I want to do, she's like, yeah, let's try it. You know, mm -hmm. whatever makes you happy, she's, you know, my, she's always supporting me, you know. So for her to like take time out of her life and travel to have this intervention that this kid is like not a good fit for me, I mean, he wasn't working. I was working two jobs. Like, and I'm like, is, is being lonely like, that horrible yeah you know what i mean i can't be intimate with him that's probably why he's creeping not that that's an excuse to creep but i'm not having sex with him i can't do this um and meanwhile um i just like i, I just you know was so toxic we were yelling at each other you know just constant um so you know I finally get the courage and put all his stuff out. I end up leaving that apartment completely and moving in with our older brother. And um, 
And so Jamie is coming through town again. Me and him are done. He's still trying to like windle his way back into my life. But I'm single. I'm not really talking to anybody, not doing anything. And Jamie comes into town one day and um, she's like, hey, let's go sing some karaoke. And I was like, duh. I've been waiting my whole life. Let's do it. So um, she brings all her barter friends and we go to the big chill. And um, I was, you know, getting drunk. And um, I look over and I'm like, oh, my God, that boy is so cute. I have not seen a boy this cute in forever. And Jamie's like, that's not a boy. And I'm like, that's a boy. And she's like, no, that's a girl. And she's a lesbian. But, you know, this was like 2010 Justin Bieber haircut lesbian, like super studly, like cargo shorts, you know, V-neck white shirt and a bunch of cologne, you know, and she had gauges in her ear. So you're like, that's a boy. Jamie's like, no, that's a girl. And so fucking Janes. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like um, freaking out. And um, sure enough. The girl came over and was like, hi, I'm Ashley. And I was like, hi. And then she writes her number on a to-go box and we hang out the next day. And it was so nerve wracking because I was like, I I can be friends with a lesbian. That's not a problem. Like, we're just going to go eat food and be and just be friends. I had no intentions of like hooking up with her. But I had just got out of this relationship, and I don't know anybody in town. And the first time I'm actually out in, about in this town in, like, two years is my sister's in town, you know? Um, so we go out to eat. We hang out that day. And then we hang out a few more times. And next thing you know, she's going down on me, and I'm not even mad at it, <laughs> you know? And it was just was so natural. And... Um, and it was, um, I mean, like, I mean, I was nervous when it was my turn because I was like, I really don't even know what's going on. And I expressed that to her. I was like, I don't know how, what I'm doing. And she's like, just do whatever you think you would like. And then I did that. And then she's like, are you sure I'm the only girl that you've been with? I was like, I was just doing the things I thought I liked, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, um, you know, and I've been around guys my whole life, um, like male friends who've always talked about like, oh, I ate her pussy and this is what I did. So I guess maybe I took some of that knowledge in and rolled with it and did my thing. And, um, you know, yeah, what was that fucking pastor's name for that fucking video? The fucking oh, Pastor Wilson. Pastor Wilson, man. Have you seen that video? No, what is it? It's oh, been we scrubbed. gonna watch that motherfucker on I can't the break. find it. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's been scrubbed. God damn, bro. This motherfucker. Uh, bro, I can't even tell you. You have <laughs> to give me, like, what is it about? Uh, it's literally just an old black dude eating pussy like I've never seen in my fucking life, dude. Yeah, like, it's, it's a legit pastor, like, and it came out, and everybody found out that that chick was not his wife. <gasps> no. Yeah. No. But I don't even give a fuck, because <laughs> bro, the man deserves to have as many women as he wants with the shit that he's doing, bro. Is he just going, like, buffet? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yes. He's just going to town. Yes. And yes. are you watching him go to town or? Yeah, that's what the video is of. Yeah, it's, it's like shot. It's from like POV from getting, the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. 
So obviously he's fired. Uh, shit, I, I hope that motherfucker got promoted. <laughs> he deserves to be the fucking Pope as far as I'm concerned, bro. That motherfucker can do no wrong. Oh my, well, you know what? Maybe he'll start his own podcast on I teaching hope he starts his own fucking cult. To... <laughs> I'm being that motherfucker. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> is you your know. Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> oh my What'd God. What'd that tongue do, pasta? It almost sounds like you want to know what it does. <laughs> you know? Like, if that's how good Yo, he is with that. What, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I definitely want to check that video out. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, that um, So, yeah. And then, next thing you know, I mean, we're, we were together for six and a half years. And um, we did everything. We uh, bought a home together. I currently mm-hmm. live in the home. Um, I moved to Atlanta. I, when we were together, um, we had three fur babies together. We actually do a great job with joint custody. Um, we do, um, get them, you know, we do a great rotation and we were engaged and, um, you know, then at the time, uh, I think it was the last two years of our relationship. Um, I'm going to say she, but now he, um, I want to be correct on that, but um, at the time, she wanted to transition from mm-hmm. female to male, mm-hmm. and I was um, really career driven at the time. So I was traveling for work. I was I had an apartment in Atlanta, so I was not really coming home too much. Um, to Chattanooga. To Chattanooga. Which is how far from Atlanta? Like six hours. Uh, no, it's like two and, and a half. half. Yeah. yeah, depends on what, what where you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just straight up seventy five. So super easy commute, but, um, you know, I, I mean, we talk, you know, during our relationship, um, it was easy, you know, we really didn't argue. We never, I mean, I was traveling for work and at the time Ash was super dedicated to, you know, growing in the company that, um, he works for now. Um, but it was, um, it was, we just really never argued. Did you ever meet her? I think so. I think uh, for the working play. Remember that no, musical? No, that was just my friend. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. But, no, no, because how long have you known Jamie? Um, Since right about then is when I started going to the place. Actually, the first play that I went to was like... Um, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, we were together around that time, but yeah. not, no. But I don't think I was, like, hanging out with Jamie. I was hanging gotcha. out with Wesley at that point, but not uh, Jamie. Yeah, because Ash had came to Savannah a bunch of times yeah. when I used to come in the beginning. Um, But, yeah, so... Um, yeah, no, because we didn't, like, meet really... We met, like, for a second at when... Uh, they did the working musical because I was right. working box office. I remember. Um, but then we didn't really hang out till like last year, right? What was that? It was that a was year your before. Birthday. Yeah, because you right. were so amazing <laughs> and helped me pack all my birthday things. Oh yeah, we fucking Claret wanted to fucking uh, hand out lunches to the homeless, so we did that for her birthday. And we. 
listen to fast cars. Yeah, that was the other thing. That, that was the other part of it. Yes. I wasn't going to tell everyone, but sure. But it's okay. <laughs> it was part of my dream. It was. You listened to fast cars? But because Jamie's fucking radio didn't work in her goddamn car, like always, because right. she's a peasant, mm-hmm. and you had to listen to it in your headphones, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was for my. So birthday. she's like crying in the back of Jamie's car like in the back seat, having with her headphones in. Oh, like it's a song. Okay, cars. I think you just missed it because you were so checked out for a second. You wanted to find the video, and I was trying to find the unedited oh, okay. video for well, you. Well, I thought yeah, we were gonna, gonna do that on the break, break. <laughs> but we yeah. yeah. Just, so what we were talking about? Yeah, you said listening to fast cars. No, but you didn't hear the story. Yeah, you were handing that. Yeah, no, I heard everything. Oh, okay, I was right. just trying to figure out what fast cars was. You that know, Tracy, Tracy Chapman song. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. It was like my birthday dream. Okay. Um, but we did great that day. I think we did. We, yeah. And it was raining, per usual, yes. obviously. Here yes. in Savannah, it's always raining, right? Mm-hmm. This time of year, yeah. Yeah. So we did good. Yeah, we handed out a lot of uh, lunches to the homeless. It was pretty dope. And I think last year, what I wanted to do was go volunteer at the shelter, but you're like, I don't think they're going to let you do all that. No, I think you were like, yeah, you were like, can I, do you think that I could take my dog to the homeless shelter? And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to just like open all the gates at the homeless shelter, at the I guess humane society. Humani- humane society and like play with all the dogs for like eight hours. That's all I wanted to do for my birthday. And we were kind of like, that may not happen. So, um, I don't even no, know. No, I thought you could have, you could have done that. I thought you were trying to take your dog to a homeless shelter oh, well, to hang out with the homeless people to like cheer them up. Uh, yes. Cause like who wouldn't. Yes. Be I thought that's, I thought that. that's what you were trying to do. I'm well, pretty sure you brought that up. Yeah. Because that's when I was like, I don't think you could do that. Okay. But And then I think you were like, well, what if we went to a dog shelter and shit? I was like, yeah. That's fine. You know what? Let's plan for next year. Let's go to the Humane Society. It's your birthday, yeah. dog. Let's fucking do Birthday it. goals. Um, so, yeah. We're, I don't even know where I was. Um, but... Yeah, so you I, got you and Ash never argued. Yeah, we did. It was just easy, you know. Um, and as far as chemistry, like being intimate, it was easy. Um, you know, we never, believe it or not, uh, knock on wood, telling you the truth, um, we never like used any toys. Like I was never into penetration. Um, I just wanted. I know my mom's gonna listen to this. I'm sorry, but I just want to. You say you know your mom's gonna yeah, listen. Yeah, because I made her listen. Does your mom to... listen to the? Yes, <laughs> like I made her listen to it the other day, and she was like, "Don't go on there. Be as vulgar as that other girl." And I was, she's like, "Be a lady. Keep it classy." Yeah. So that's what I'm a little, you know, trying to be a little bit of a lady. But um, you just know, tell her, cover your ears, mom. No, just tell her don't listen to any episodes behind that because there was a really bad joke in one of those no but you obviously <laughs> i told you about the weed story i mean earlier. you literally talked about fucking jamie <laughs> falling asleep the other day yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah 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 the serial killer episode she loves serial killers well she told us a story that she fell asleep while talking to dude's dick one time my mom no <laughs> no 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 <laughs> No. Oh, and then he runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, no, it really does. Like, no. What did she say? No. Maybe I'm just an old whore. Fucking Jamie said that shit. Oh my god, I was fucking dying. 
I don't think it's that bad. Maybe I'm just an old whore. Then Jamie fell asleep. Yeah. Sweetie fell asleep second day. Yeah. I wouldn't Once put upon a time. Her. Once upon yeah. a time. Um, you know, love. side note story. Um, and Sweetie's going to hate me for sharing this. Oh, um, That's okay. <laughs> so to this day, I don't know if you guys know, but our little brother is incarcerated. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so he, he loves Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. He loves it. So I don't, Jamie Ramo walked in. Jamie's going to hate me. Uh, J- Ramo walked into Jamie giving a blow job to somebody um, when she was like 11 years old. And Raybo, I think, was like five at the time or six. And he has been forever traumatized from her giving, sucking somebody's dick. That to this day, if Jamie, if, if Jamie has a drink and it's like brand new, you know how you're like, oh, do you want a sip? Raybo will be like, no. no. <laughs> he won't share anything with Jamie from the mouth. Nothing. Meanwhile, he'll share dirty needles with with people, but he will not. Be, he will I'm not take us. You know, just go ahead and let it all out because she's never gonna allow you to be here. I know. She just let like, it all out. No, she's never gonna hear it. Yeah, well, that's out. true too. Well, I, she just like he is. So even if it's Dr. Pepper, though. So we, me and Jamie make a joke all the time. We're just like, okay, because you know they don't have soda, right? Mm. They don't have Dr. Pepper in jail. We're like, oh, when Rainbow gets out of jail, you should have like an ice cold Dr. Pepper waiting for him, and like hear the like, you know, and then be like, Rainbow, we love you. Like greet him on his release date, but. It would be great if you take a sip first and see if he's changed at all. And it will take that sip after you. And we joke all the time. We're like, he probably still won't. Like, he probably won't. He is never, ever. Like, he's trying. I mean, we're in our 30s, all of us now. And he still will not drink after her. Because of that one time she was sucking dick. Just that one time. All it. you gotta do is suck dick one time. You're dick sucking the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, it, that is facts. But I mean, I I think he was just so young. He was just didn't know what was going. I'm like, Ramo, you have had your dick sucked since then. <laughs> He's you like, were- no blowjobs, never. <laughs> yeah, it's just traumatized. Reminds me of my like, sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely trauma. On that note, let's take a break. Yeah, let's do <laughs> let's that. Take a break. And we're back. So you were, uh, we left off that everything was great. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what, 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 what ended the relationship for you? Um, I think, well, I was, uh, primarily living in Atlanta at the time. Um, a lot of chaos in our lives. Uh, I was in the process of selling the condo I had and we were buying this new house and Ash was transitioning and I was growing in my company. So we had a lot of stresses going on. Um, but one day I came home to the brand new home. I've never even spent the night in. And I just got this feeling that somebody else was there that shouldn't be there. And sure enough, um, I get there and I have to knock. I don't even have the key to the house um, that I own. And Ash opens the door and it's just like, I don't want to do this anymore like cold like 
totally out of nowhere. And I was like, do you want to go to counseling? I think that's a good idea. We have a lot going on. And, um, and I would say the last year was tough. We were not intimate anymore. Um, we kind of were just like two ships just passing each other. Um, and I was struggling with the transition, honestly. Um, you know, the way Ash looked, I was into it because we had facial hair and big muscles and the voice was getting deep. Like, so yeah, everything about a boy was like, I was into it, but there, you know, how I was getting treated and, you know, all the things that I thought I loved were slowly dying. And, um, so I think I was mentally checking out too, but I was just invested to see like, we're engaged. We have a home. We just bought this home. Um, and sure enough, later that night on social media, so I have a cry fest about it. Um, I call Jamie, I call my mom. Everyone's like, you guys will smooth it over. Later that night, I see a picture on social media of Ash hanging out with this girl. And I look at the girl and I know right away that's Ash's type. And um, do a little social media digging and realize I'm not gonna compete with this, like I can't. Like the girl's 20 years old, I'm like at the time 30. You know, like I got cellulite, you know, like this shit just not gonna, you know, happen. I'm not gonna compete. So um, I didn't fight for the relationship. I didn't fight and beg and, you know, I simply asked, you want to go to therapy? Are you sure that, you know, and I packed my shit. I went back to Atlanta. We talked about the house. I was like, I'm going to quit my job. And when I get back, I need you to go, you know, because at the end of the day, that's my blood money for that house. I know your name's on it, but you know, when I sold that condo, that was my blood money. So, um, yeah, it ended and, uh, I was right. That girl on social media that, you know, Ash was with that night, they're together and they've been together for two years. And, um, you know, it was a, it was tough. Um, but it, I think what was even tougher, I lost my relationship, but I lost my identity too, because I tried so hard with Ash to come out. Um, I kept Ash a secret for a year from my family besides sweetie. Um, because I knew she would support me no matter what. Um, but my father was never accepting. Um, my mom came around, um, but my sister Dawn struggled so bad with it. Um, she even, you know, kind of stopped inviting me to family things because she knew that I would bring Ash. Um, so I think for me, it was now I'm 30. I'm single, but I don't know what gender I'm even supposed to yeah. be attract, attracted to. Like, I'm so fucked in the head. You know, like, I've been going down on girls for a girl for six and a half years. I am attracted to boys, but when a boy touches me, I cringe. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> So I kind of just like threw myself into other things to be distracted, um, like going to the gym, doing runs like 5Ks and stuff like that. And um, 
And I just, I tried to date. Um, so finally, I'm like, I should date somebody. I need to, like, go on a date and, like, hang out with somebody. And um, <clears throat> at the time, I was living in Atlanta. And um, I met a girl there. And um, we hung out. We never really did much. But, like, I I thought I was attracted to her. But, like, when it came down to, like, being intimate with her, I couldn't do it. Like, it was just too much. Um, like, I just physically was just having a hard time. I don't, and then I blamed it on maybe I'm not ready to move on. You know, maybe it's just like, I'm not ready to like start being intimate with someone else. Um, <clears throat> then I moved back to Chattanooga, left my job, left my apartment in Atlanta, moved back. And, um, and then I met uh, Joel. And, um, we worked together and, um, but at the time he was married. So we kind of were just like hanging out as friends. We vibed, we, um, you know, like the same kind of music. I, um, was attracted to him. You know, he's a good looking guy, ladies. Just kidding. I'll fucking cut your throat. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, facts. Um, but we were, I mean, he was married and I was, you know, a mess. I didn't, you know, think of it any type of way. Um, and then one night we hang out and, um, I, I don't know what was the turning point. I think like we like hung out in the car and like we made out like super hard. Oh, P.S. by the way, he was not with his wife at the time. I just want to... Cool. For yeah, the record, not, not being a homewrecker. I'm not being a homewrecker. Cool. Okay, P.S. by the way, he was separated. Um, <laughs> and maybe not legally, but he was separated. Um, yeah, and yeah. like, we made out and we kind of... Uh, just, it was just like just clicked for it you. just clicked and um, I knew that he wanted to do more and be more serious but in my head something about having to be with a girl kept coming up and so one night he came over and he like slammed me on the bed and was like what are we doing? And I was like, I have to be honest with you, but I'm struggling with my sexuality. Like, I'm attracted to you. Did we have sex by then? No. No, we had not even had sex yet. Um, and I said, I before we take it to that level, I want to, I have to figure this out. I have to date a girl. I have to, like, have sex with a girl. And figure this out. I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on, let's go right now. Yeah, he's like, do, who do you want me to find? And can I watch? Um, but he was super supportive and he was like, I get that. Like, I get it. And so um, he kind of just waited and, well, I tried to find a girl and I found one on social media. We had a bunch of mutual friends and I was like, how come I don't know her? And we kind of did this thing for a little bit um and the first time we were intimate was the last time you know and it was a hard process to what was she like um like what is her physical you met her oh that was the friend from um, um she was here um when was it the not that, yeah that working play is that what you're talking about she has about? dark hair 
I don't remember. Yeah, so you met her. I know you met her. Okay. Yeah. No, we were in the in the bar where Jamie did the um where she did that uh fundraising fundraiser. Remember it was like you have to like an auction, the silent auction. Dude, where was that? I don't know. Were you under? You were under the influence. You only stayed for like ten. You pulled a Stacy <laughs> from last night. <laughs> we were outside the bar. She was doing a um, a silent auction. When? When? This was not too long ago. It was raining. Okay, I I do not yeah. notice at all. Yes, and you said hit me up tomorrow. We'll go out. And then, like, you never hit me up. So, yeah. yeah obviously, you met her. I was very... Sarah met her. Um, and so, we tried to do this thing. And um, when I went downtown, I was just like, I can't do this. I just, like, cannot. Like, I'm not... Like, there's no butterflies in my stomach. I'm not turned on. Ain't nothing happening for me. Um, it's just like... It was, and I was like, maybe it's her. And I'm just keep, I keep making these excuses. Like, I, I keep saying like, okay, well, maybe I wasn't ready to move on. Or um, maybe uh, I don't like her or something. And um, then I was just like, I got to get out of this situation. And I mean, like, she was great. But like, you know, we just, it just wasn't happening for me. And I also too, I'm was not super attracted to her because she was a little bit feminine, you know? <laughs> and then Sweetie comes into town one day and comes to visit me at work, and Joel's there, and she was like, you need to fuck him. Because if you don't... <laughs> good I, old Jamie, she's man. Like, she is so... She's good about that. She, she's so good about that. Like, and you need to. Yeah. She's like, because if you're not gonna fuck him, give him my phone number because I'm gonna do it. And she's like, if he can't get with you, at least it's second best of you. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Um, and so that planted a seed, and it's like I know him and I had had this chemistry, and we vibe really well together. But like. I also, like, was scared to open that up because we do work together, and I don't want to feel like I'm losing a friend. And if this is just an experiment, I don't want to hurt him during the process, you know? Um, and then it's bad, weird vibe at work. And everything. Yeah, and it's such a small team. There's only, like, ten of us, so if I'm, Yeah, like, and it's, like, your family, too, right? The, yeah, and I have not sucked dick or took dick in ten years. So I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> you know? Like, I am a born-again virgin. And, oh, my God. <laughs> so it's just, like, you know, like, I can't. I just don't know. Um, and so, um, so one day he comes over and the Cardi B is when it started. Cardi B? Cardi B is so romantic. It brings it out of everybody, you know? (laughs) And, um, so he's like, hey, I want to take you to a concert. I was like, okay. So, and I thought we were just going to hang out. You know, we had not done anything really. I mean, we hooked up in between, but never like any, not anything crazy. And um, so we go to a concert and I get back that night and it's super late. 
and I go in his bed, like, whatever, sleepover, and he's like, take your clothes off. I'm like, okay. I didn't even <laughs> think about it, but really in the back of my mind, I was prepared. I was shaved, washed, ready to go. You already knew what the yeah, fuck going on. Before we went to the concert, I was like, just in case I give in to Sweetie's advice, I'm going to be, I'm going to come correct. Yeah, you be know? ready. Be ready. Be ready so you don't... Yeah, be ready so you don't have to get ready. So I was set, ready to go. So as soon as he was like, take your clothes off, I was like, okay. So I did. Bet. And we did it. And for the first time in my entire life, um, I enjoyed having sex with a boy, you know? And I was like so intrigued that like I got off, like there was penetration, there was him going downtown and I mean not like pastor whatever <laughs> yo so we watched the video so, we watched the video on the break give us a give us a critique real quick um I mean he was doing the Lord's work I that's mean, what yeah that's what yeah that's, that's, that's Joel what do you think I think that it was very magical inspirational right <laughs> yeah yeah it's motivational for both parties yeah, honestly absolutely. So he did some of that. Maybe I'll get some more of that, um, you know, now that he had a tutorial. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe it. I, like, had Keeping never... Keeping the faith, right? Yeah, Keeping exactly. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a good time. And then, so I... Um, I started actually going to this house every Friday just to get it in because um, we both were off of work mm -hmm. and I didn't want to like make a commitment. I just was like, okay, if we're going to do like do this, this is what I want. I just want to sleep with you. And let's make that very clear, you know, um, because I'm still trying to figure this out. But every Friday that I went back, he came correct with like a new trick. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if he was like Googling shit or like, like every Friday I was like, what's going to happen today? Oh, you know? shit. Y'all that 50 shits and gray shit. The fucking schedule. It was. Scheduled dick appointment. He had it like on time and always something new. And for the first time, I was like, you know, this is, I am getting it good and I'm taking the D and it's working. And um, so it went from like every Friday to like one time I just spent the week at his house. And next thing you know, it's like on the stove, in the kitchen, in the garage, on the porch, like wherever. And I'm like, okay, so not only are is that okay but we're enjoying each other's company because that's like another thing like you can have great physical chemistry with somebody but not want to be around them all the but time but not want to be a, exactly and we were like cooking and like meal prepping together and like being super considerate with like he gets up at 3 30 in the morning i don't have to be up till 6 30 like just and i was like we're actually like vibing and we're doing the deed like this is okay but then I struggle with like if I am doing this is this like like I don't really put much of us on social media because I it's like coming out again mm -hmm. like because I have fought so hard to stand up and say hey I'm with a female and you know really be part of that community and you know for 
all their rights and stand strong with them. But here I am now and I am sleeping with a dude and I am, I'm enjoying it. And, you know, I, I go to therapy all the time, twice a week, once a week. And this is a topic that comes up often is that like, I want to, <clears throat> you know, like, you know how couples are like, you know, hey, we're out to the movies, we're doing this or everything is about social media. It's not that like I want to blast that I'm like dating a guy, but like, I'm so scared to even, we don't even really go out in the town that we live in um, because I, I, I am scared to like, if people are going to be like, oh, Clary's straight now, like you're straight now. And um, I just like, I don't know how to have that conversation, you know, cause you're coming out again. Well, and see, to me, that's kind of, that's kind of rude on their part where, you know, it's like you, 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 you stand with them and fight for their ability to be what they want to be. But now there's, there may be some friction because you're living your truth or you're living what you enjoy or whatever right. you call it. Isn't there like a fucking thing in like the, what is it? Like the acronym of like LGBTQ plus or whatever, where there's like, where you're just attracted to people on a case by case basis of like, it doesn't matter like, you know what they identify as, but like you're sexually attracted to people that to like anybody, as long as it's the right person. And, um, I don't know the technical, yeah. you know, verbiage for that, but, um, I, and that is something that Jamie has coached me on, you know, because I was even scared to come out to Jamie when I was, you know, even though she told me to hop on his dick in two seconds, <laughs> I was scared to tell her I she was so, she was such like an advocate for me and like really supported me during that time that I was dating the female that I thought for sure that I would almost like disappoint her if I was dating a guy. Um, so, but she was, again, she's like, uh, you know what? You know what? I think it's just like you're dating a human and you're attracted to people that um, are good to you and that you vibe with. And I don't think it has a gender thing. I don't think that you're like, and that's what was so messed up is because I was always attracted to a masculine look, but I always craved for a man to be more sensitive. I know that's all you because you're into your feelings, singer. <clears throat> um, Multiple tinties have told me this. Now. Yeah, so it's facts. Um, and so that I think that's also something I struggled with maybe as a young adult when I was dating guys is, yeah, you're cute and I like hanging out with you. But like I am more like. I need to have like an emotional connection to somebody and I know people say that and it's not about people's looks but it real like if I'm not vibing with somebody I can't like feel comfortable like falling asleep next to them like if you want to fart in front of them like you want to be like your true authentic self around them and if I feel like I have to put up a front or I'm like this you know whatever all the time like that's exhausting, you know? Mm -hmm. And what I found in men that I had dated in the past is that um, they weren't in tune with their inner sweetie. And that bothered me, especially because I, 
I'm not a very emotional creature. I'm, and I'm not very sensitive. So I need that for my partner. You know, I'm more of like, it's black or white. It's cut and dry. I'm a little bit of like a bully when it comes to like relationships. I'm like, this is what I want. This is what we're going to do. So I need that person that I'm dating to be the romantic person, the lovey-dovey person, the person that reaches out and wants to hold my hand. Um, because I, I've learned now as an older adult that that's just not who I am. I'm not that touchy-feely, lovey-dovey person. So I need that for my partner. And the people, I, the men I was dating in the past, they just weren't that emotional, lovey-dovey person. So with him, he he has like these long thoughts and he expresses his feelings way better than I could. Like he'll tell me 120 reasons why he likes me. And my response is, I really like you. You know, but that's like, is that a fact? Like that's, that's exactly what will happen. And he's so kind. He like writes notes on my desk. He anticipates my needs. Um, he's so thoughtful, you know, um, and I just never met a guy like that, you know? Um, and so, you know, I think it's a combination of the two is like, I'm attracted to guys, but he's also the sweetie that I loved about Ash too in the beginning, you know, is that she looked like a boy, smelled like a boy, acted like a boy, but was a sweetie, like left those notes, was always anticipating my needs, was always touching me or, you know, validating me as a person, as a human and, um, you know, was a sweetie. So I think that's kind of where I'm at now is that, you know, um, I'm coming to peace with, being okay with being out with a guy, Avi. I'm here in Savannah with him. Um, I'm live on a podcast telling you guys I'm doing it. Um, and uh, Dude, so many people are going to hear this podcast. You're going to be like famous in Savannah for being gay, not gay. Gay, not gay. <laughs> but you know, also too. But that, also gay. There's bi, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm yeah. just fucking with you. Yeah, but... And so I think it's just like, um, I think I would, if I had to put myself under that, like, umbrella, it would be, um, you know, bi, but also, you know, I, I'm just open, you know, and I'm really happy where I'm at now. Like, we have a very healthy, you know, sex life, and, you know, that's something I've never had before in any relationship, mm-hmm. and, um, and we... We vibe, we have a good time together. Um, and I don't know what the future is, but um, I think, you know, we, we, we're we good where we're at, you know? And not, you know, people, like, especially my age, people are like, we, you need to be married, you need to have kids, you need to do this and that. Yeah. And then also to be my age and not have children yet, me and my sister are like the only ones left in their like mid thirties without children, right? Bro, she said you're, uh, yeah, you're. She so, said your mom wants her to come home uh, pregnant okay. and alone, and not and not <laughs> have a job. Single. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Like, you know, Jamie was like sleeping with a, you know, people here, and like every day. I don't want to like put her on blast or anything, but you know, she she been doing it, and um, so. Every day, me and my mom would be like, do you think Jamie's going to call us and tell us she's pregnant? And then one time, she was like, 
guys, I think I'm pregnant. And me and my mom are crying. We're so happy. We're like, okay. What is wrong with you? Because we need her to have a baby. You know, because my mom's like, Rainbow's in jail. You're a lesbian. And Jamie is our Lesbians can get pregnant too. Yeah, but it's a lot harder. (laughs) Yeah. And um, especially, I mean, that pullout game on the lesbian thing is like strong. I just bro. can't. Everybody else it. keeps getting knocked up. Why can't we fucking? So, yeah. Going on here? Jamie was the only hope, and we get really excited when she is having unprotected sex. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? What the fuck? I mean, she wouldn't even have to do anything. Just like hold it, give birth to it, and then give it to me and my mom. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's the fucked up part. <laughs> that's the part that we're saying is fucking weird. I mean,. But it would be great. Let's all admit it. A little sweetie. Kind of cute. Really cute. Well, well she's just... already chosen Stacy when the world goes to shit. She's already chosen Stacy over me, so. I'm pretty sure. Right? Feelings only reasons. get you so far. It's <laughs> 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 that melanin content. No, yeah, when, when did you... that happen? It was on an uh, episode. It was on, yeah. And why? Is it because of the color of your skin? Well, because yes. of the color of his skin. <gasps> Because well, no, because it's because basically it's the like end of the world, the and if we're nuclear time. fallout, he's he's not going to fare well. He can uh, be as strong as he wants to, but skin skin cancer is coming quick. Those are facts. You know, it makes you think twice. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm looking at Joel, Stacy, <laughs> you might be taking both the titties, baby. <laughs> and I mean. Pastor Wilson's a man of color. You see what you see what he's working with. Yeah, my sister seriously is the smartest because <laughs> she's got it going on. Uh, yeah, I resent these allegations. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, but yeah. So I think that's my sexuality story. I think you know, just be you. I think in the end, um, and don't. Um, be scared like me in the beginning to come out and that's why I told him about this because um, when you said you wanted to do sexuality I said this is so important for me to talk about because this is like the first social media thing that I've actually come out and said I am oh this is your straight coming out party this or is whatever my you straight call coming it? out party <laughs> yeah so. Yeah, and it takes a lot of bravery because I come from I think like she just named the episode. What yeah. is it? Coming out? <laughs> um coming out. Re 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 coming out. Yeah, the re coming double, out. Double double twice baked coming out. Twice <laughs> baked. What is it when we said at uh, five twenty last night? Uh double fried. Hard, hard, hard fried. fried. Yeah. yeah. Hard fried coming out. That's yeah. Right. So yeah, this is it. And I well, we are yeah, honored. Thanks for coming, guys, all the way from Chattanooga just to do our podcast. Yeah, just for that. <laughs> yeah, strictly for that. And Joel, you've been such a great guest. Thank oh. you. For... I know. No, but I mean, seriously, it's it can be hard to, like, you know. And also hard to hear. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Absolutely. know, like, that I was doing other deeds before... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, every, all the two adults, other like, guys in your, <laughs> yeah, in your life. Exactly. Exactly. I know. He's the lucky one. Um, so normally we, uh, I mean, I'm sure you know by now, usually when we have a guest, we have like a little 
we let you take the end of the episode to kind of say what you want and leave the audience with if you have anything to... Um, I think it's just uh, be brave. Um, don't be afraid because regardless, people are going to hate on your hustle and hate yeah. on you. And like in the words of Cat William, feel free to hate on me. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like, um, I just wish I was braver earlier. And mm-hmm. like, and it's not so much about what people are thinking. It's rejection of like, you know, coming out and telling people I was with Ash. I was scared of rejection coming out and telling people I'm, you know, with Joel, scared of rejection. Um, so it's not so much their opinion, but it's rejection. So um, just do you, boo, you know, and whatever. Yeah. But thanks for having me. I love podcasts. <laughs> yeah. You guys are killing it. I'm excited oh, to be you. here. Thank you. Thanks yeah. Joel, do you have anything? No. Oh, no. Good man. Very few words. Very few yeah, he has yeah. the. Well, you said he has such long winded, like his well thought out speakers. So I wanted to give him the chance. But I don't know. He's, I, I didn't know this was going to involve me. Oh, <laughs> it's all good, man. We want no. you to be as involved as you want to be. No. So, anyways, um, thanks for listening. You know, this is Omnipotent Idiots. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Uh, Stacy's got an IG floating around out there somewhere. Um, you know, if you see us in the streets, we catch these hands. Um, and I don't know, holler at us on the Facebook, shout us out, uh, let us know what kind of episodes you want to see. Uh, let us know if you want Jamie to come back again, you know, because yeah. she's kind of spotty, she's kind of hit or miss. Also, do and us a huge it's favor. Okay because she's not going to hear this, yeah. so I'm not worried about it. When you see the posts, hit the share button. Yeah, yeah, share it, like it. Uh, download you know, it. Tell your friends, maybe download it. Um, you know, spam it in, in a meme group or something. Who knows? Uh, but yeah. We'll see you around. Stacy's dad, open invitation. Catch this fade. <laughs> Later. Later.